Beehive Sports Podcast is powered by Swing Juice. Visit swingjuice.com. Use promo code Beehive20 for 20% off your golf and MLB PA apparel. A uh, lot to get to tonight. Starting the show off with Dragon Card Giveaway. We have five of them. I just happened to type out five uh, trivia questions that are related to the show and Dragon Football. So... Hopefully we get a good amount of viewers in here. Or else somebody's going to win all five of them. Uh, <laughs> also tonight we got local shout outs. A lot of those to get to buzz and buzz kill uh, Deshaun Watson and the 11 game agreement that was made. Lamar turning down a contract, a couple other things in the NFL. We're going to get to sports history. Nothing special. Uh, just the August 22nd edition. Just whatever happened today, because I uh, couldn't think of anything that would make sense with everything else that was going on. I did try to find, I tasked Hagberg with getting me f- uh, five historical facts about the industrial tournament, and he was like, I have no idea where to look for that. So I was like, okay, <laughs> pass. Sketty on uh, Jimmy Garoppolo and his teammates, right? Is that a good way to phrase uh, that? I, I suppose. I don't okay. know what else we'd say. We'll, yeah. we'll explain later. Things that sting follow up to the uh, Keeb Talib deal with the youth football shooting. Uh, follow up to uh, a breaking news in the Brittany Griner saga. This is good. This is you had to have seen it. Did you see it? Yes. Okay. Don't yep. say anything. Got to keep it. Keep it hush hush till we get there. And then uh, one, two, three, three news stories we'll get to. And then in my hive, fan rant continues. Uh, NFC West will be good. We have everybody but the Seahawks. Uh, Dwight is going to be on his own in the AFC West. The, <laughs> the Chiefs fan, Fredo backed out. Hunter's mom backed out. And we couldn't find a Chargers or Broncos fan. And Nick Pace wouldn't do the Broncos because he said Don Brown made fun of him. All right, let's go. Welcome to the Beehive Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Joe and Sketty. The buzz is brought to you by Bush Light. Bush Light Apple is back on the shelves. Get it wherever you purchase your adult beverages. Please drink responsibly. Need to sober up? Order some Napoli's pizza. That's right. When there's football season on TBSP, there is Napoli's weekly specials. Pickup or delivery available located in North Warren. Also, going to continue to shout out Hillview Signs and Graphics. Made us this beauty that was uh, hanging down at Betts Park all weekend while our boys won the industrial tournament. Uh, also, Hillview Towing. So it's not just Signs and Graphics. They tow vehicles also. 814-730-0348. Strange combo? A little different. Well... Blue Line Auto is our t-shirt designer, so figure that one out. <laughs> right? I like it. Uh, yeah. Reminder, <laughs> reminder to audio listeners, live shows broadcasted on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Give us a follow or subscribe on all of platforms. We appreciate it. Uh, Facebook and YouTube at the Beehive Sports Podcast. Twitter at the Beehive SP. Instagram at Beehive Sports Pod. All different. 
just to keep you on your toes. Uh, shout out industrial men's open champs. Pelly, Coos, Wes, Austin, the boys. We our first time sponsoring a, a sports team. So one team sponsored one championship. We're batting a thousand. Pretty good. Not bad. I mean, I'm pretty sure they only had to play against like five other teams or four other teams, but <laughs> it doesn't matter. That's not important. Uh, I think we should do a segment sometime on the industrial tournament. Maybe when we have nothing in my hive sometime, because we could talk a lot about that. I couldn't get the five historical facts I wanted, but like just how it shrunk from what it used to be, oh, even yeah. though the sport itself is growing. So it's all, it's weird. Uh, all right. Dragon card giveaway so do you know about these yeah all right so i got five of them okay to give away so you have to be able to comment if you're not able to comment then you will not qualify to win one because what we're going to do is i'm going to pose five well one at a time trivia questions okay but just so you know if you don't know what a dragon card is it's well worth the money. $10 donation goes to the dragon football team. Uh, you get this card here. So on the back of the actual dragon card, which is in the middle, it has a discount at McDonald's subway, four star pizza, Applebee's dairy queen, Plaza, Tim Hortons, Hogwild, Napoli's Domino's Burger King, Dunham's Arby's New York style and fat daddies. It also has three tags on each side. So six total. It's like additional deals that you have to actually turn the card in, but the card itself you keep all the time and you get mad discounts at all these places. So uh, it's worth it. 10 bucks. It pays for itself in a trip to McDonald's and a trip to Dairy Queen. Present your dragon card, get the discount. Sure doesn't. Not to McDonald's. You got to drive like 45 minutes to get to a McDonald's right now. Right, Everywhere else it might pay for itself. Fair point. Bad example. McDonald's with the shady uh, move. One trip to Burger King. And dude, it's not a shady move. It doesn't expire until August 31st, 2023. It's going to be well done by then. You'd hope. It's going to be. Okay. So, all right. I'm, I'm not a McDonald's to, expert. Let's get to the very first trivia question. So I'm going to say it. I should have probably wrote these into uh, into banners and posted, but I did not. Uh, so let's see. Number one, what was the first ever? So this has got to go way back. If you're a long time listener, what was the first ever things that sting story? There was only one story in the segment. It was just breaking news around the time. Uh, I started this when I was standing in my basement by myself before I, you know, brought people on, had an idea. So we need somebody in the comments. What was the can first I, ever things that sting story? Can I text the answer to Riley? And have her yeah, comment yeah. to get the card. Yeah, I don't care as long as it I mean, I'm, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure I know. I'm Tori, pretty sure I know what Tori the answer says. Is. Rugs. That is incorrect. incorrect. You, I guarantee you know it. We're talking I'm, about I'm it texting, on today's. I'm, we're we're talking about the final final yeah, portion of this on today's show tonight's show hold on 
I can't believe nobody's got this. We talk about it like almost every week for the last two months. And it was the very first when it when the story first broke. So I'm going to say it again. What was the first ever things that sting story? Deshaun Watson. We have a winner. Hunter Geckel. Son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> I'm yelling uh, at her now. You weren't fast enough. Uh, Riley, you're too late. Son of a bitch. <laughs> So, all right, first dragon card goes to Hunter. I got to write that down because I have to remember who wins these. Hunter. All right, so I guess I don't need to, like, pick up a different one each time. I'm giving away five. All right, the next question. See, Pelly's on it, too, now. Just yep. too late. Yep. Yeah, Hunter got it. So, all right, we're moving on to the next one. Number two. Which current national champion wrestler from Penn State was a guest on the Beehive Sports Podcast? I'll say it again. Which current national champion wrestler from Penn State was a guest on the Beehive Sports Podcast? This wasn't that long ago. What, beginning of May? Yep. Around then? Somewhere in there? Sounds, sounds about right. I don't so know. this is for the second dragon card. Maybe there's like a delay. Sometimes I think that because like people will uh, be behind <laughs> Christian, Paul Mangione. No. And you're banned from answering any more questions for any of these. <laughs> Till you find out who created the Conowango Valley Country Club on uh, PGA Tour 2K21. Figure that out and then you're allowed back on. So, all right, say it one more time. Which current national champion wrestler from Penn State, I interviewed him. It was literally at the beginning of May. Are you texting Riley to give her the answer? Hunter, Hunter she's, again. <laughs> she's, she's, asking, she's asking me what the answer was, and I was like, literally could not think of his name. Hunter got it again. So Hunter's going to win all five of these. Carter Starachi is the answer. Interviewed about, like, I think it was like the beginning of May. Episode, I don't know, 12, 10, 11, 14, somewhere in there. All right, Hunter wins the second one. He's got two. He's going to have He's gonna have to have his own give giveaway when this is over with. All right, for the third dragon card. This is easy. This is just a race to whoever types it faster and gets it in. What is the name of the field in which the Dragons host their home games? Easy one. Super easy. Like Riley should know the answer to that one on her own. Yeah, she should, but no, she lost again. Nope, she didn't because Dave. Oh no, who got it first? Holy smokes, those all came in Dave fast. Wilson. No, nope, I Dave Wilson. No, Dave Wilson did not. I got John Sittler. Yep, I got you Sittler have? too. Yep. Okay, John Sittler, correct. War Memorial Field. Uh, very good. Did somebody say who put Legion? Oh, hold on. Memorial. Oh, Tory said Legion. We're talking about football, Tory. <laughs> Legion Field. All right, John, congratulations. I will get you your dragon card. 
All right, question number four. So I have two more left. This is a good one. If if Dave Wilson is still in the comments on this one, I'll I'd bet you uh, he will win on this. Hold on, Scott Arthur is saying he beat John. Uh, by the way, our comments, yeah, and the way our comments are going, it says Sittler. He Pellegrino, actually lost to Wilson. Pelly too. Yeah, you, you're in yeah. fourth place. <laughs> it's all I don't know. Anyways, okay, here we go. Fourth dragon card. Dragon football assistant coaches Sean Wilson and Greg Miller were both captains during which senior season? Oh, crazy. No one knows that. Oh, uh, Dave Wilson does. <laughs> if he's still in here. <laughs> oh, Jody's raising her hand. You don't have to raise your hand, Jody. You're also married to Sean, though. So there it is. Dave Wilson, 2001. Congrats, David. I got your dragon card for you. I'll get that to you. All right, number five. This is an easy one, too. Name Joe and Skeddy's favorite NFL teams. So this is just a race. Although if somebody didn't want the dragon card, they should say the Bills and the Seahawks. Just to, just to be You're just going to give everyone the answer. Riley, <laughs> <laughs> Riley made it. Okay, congratulations, Riley. <laughs> Bills Niners. Bang, bang, Niner gang. Hunter, there we go. Patriots Hawks. Yeah, that's close. All right. That was cool. I'm glad that... Uh, I love that everyone knows it's the Hawks because the Rams aren't real competition. It's hard to pick on someone that you just own yearly. <laughs> good good work, listeners. All right. Uh, that was cool. I'm glad we did that. It was just an idea that popped into my... I was picking up mine the other day, and I was like, I should get more and toss them. Did you like the questions, Scotty? Yes, they were good. Not bad. I thought of those today. Uh, Hunter says, give one of his. <laughs> All right, hold on. Now the cards are getting passed around. Riley says, woohoo. Congrats. Big win. Big winner. Uh, Sittler says, I will donate my dragon card to Asher B. <laughs> uh, I already have one. He can use mine. So if you want, John, you tell me right now. If you don't want that winner, I can come up with another question right now and throw it out there and we'll give it back away. So you just, you just let me know. Andy McIntosh now back to our regular scheduled program of hating on Skeddy. <laughs> All right. All right. Sittler says do it. So, uh, okay. Hold on on the spot. Got to come up with a question. Hmm. Who do the Dragons open with this Friday at home? What team do the Dragons open with this Friday at home? That's going to be the winner because uh, John is donating his back. And Hunter says give Oil one City? to Pelly. Is it Oil City? It is Oil City. Bill Vargo. Bill, Bill Congrats, you won John's <laughs> dragon card. So I will get you that and everybody else. All right, that was cool. Thanks, everybody.
uh, for chiming in. That was fun. We should do some shit like that more. I have a bunch of Bush Light here, stuff here still. Actually, we need to hop on that because we got credit for that catalog still. We need to get some Bush yeah. Light stuff. Do some live giveaways. Good I stuff. Like All right. Moving on. Local shout outs. Okay, so this is interesting right off the bat. Uh, the other day I'm working with Kyle. He's telling me, Connor, we we all know Connor's real close. Connor Gray, past guest, friend of the podcast, to getting called up to the Mets. Pitching AAA for Syracuse. That's who he was with when he interviewed with us. Uh, so tons of issues going on with Mets pitching right now. Injuries and whatnot. Uh, they pull up this guy who had two AAA starts. He just got the AAA. He goes, gets a spot start instead of Connor because he was already on the 40-man roster. If they moved Connor up, then they would have had to send somebody else, designated somebody else or something. Uh, so he gets called up. Jose Budo spot starts. Don't mean to root against the guy. Probably probably a good person, right? Yeah, sure. He, he might be. I don't, I don't know Jose, but I, don't I, hate the, I hate to root against people. He's probably a good dude, but I was hoping he would do trash because I want Connor to, you know, get called up. Four innings pitched, nine hits, seven runs. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. So he got completely shelled. Uh, however, so I wasn't going to say anything about this. I spoke with Kyle earlier, and we were just kind of going to kind of wait and see how things play out. However, uh, I saw Kyle's mom put a post up on Facebook anyways. So I'm here to tell you. Uh, the Mets are starting a two-game series with the Yankees. DeGrom and Scherzer should be pitching both of those. However, they have pulled Connor to the taxi squad, which means he'll be at Yankee Stadium, but he has to be activated to the 40-man roster in order to play. But he's there. So, okay. like, if they are going to activate him, it's he's, he's there ready to go. Uh, now, if he remains on that, through the weekend coming up then they have like a uh i think it's a three game it might start thursday it could be a four game series against the rockies which means the potential for a spot start during that time is like up there so yes like tory said in the comments here even if he doesn't get in one experience hell yeah he's literally watching scherzer and degrom pitch from the clubhouse at yankee stadium the next two nights it's wild so yeah no yes that is correct john but he's it's, it's from unless kyle's text me like within the last 20 minutes it is taxi squad as of right now and i have not heard anything otherwise so still cool either way i mean it's he he's the he's this close you know what i mean yep so uh, we're going to have to, you know, just see how the weekend plays out and get Connor back on here sooner than later to tell us about that, because that'll be a wild story, I'm sure. Uh, so no, shout out to sure. Connor. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Like the post that Lynn, his mom, put up was really like like a mom post. Like, you're chasing your dreams. This is so awesome. Like, it's so cool. And and I'm Kyle, I know, is a Yankee fan. I don't know if Connor was, but to be there at their stadium playing against them, of course, but either way, still badass. So shout out Connor. 
local football. Shout out to Nick Bryan, first career travel football coaching win. We gave Dwight one last week. Nick gets one this week. Uh, the Warren Hogs with a 8 nothing win over Port Allegheny. If you follow the Facebook page, posted the video courtesy of Emily Boozer. Uh, Ty, can, Ty Bryan, the GOAT, strikeout king. Uh, he connected with Wyatt Wilson, 45-yard touchdown. It was a pretty awesome play. The video is really cool. Uh, so if you haven't seen that, check that out. It's just a few posts down on the podcast page. Uh, then Ty actually connected with him again for the two-point conversion. The only scoring play of the game uh, was between those two. So Ty finished with uh, 142 passing. Wyatt, 80, 80, Wyatt Wilson, 85 yards receiving. Parker Kaiser, 69 total yards, 57 re uh, receiving, 12 rushing, five and a half tackles and a pass breakup. That kid's doesn't leave good. the field. Yeah, doesn't leave the field, sounds like. Uh, the Hogs host Cowdersport on Wolverine Mountain this coming Sunday at 1 p.m. Their games will be moved to War Memorial once, uh, like, the field's done. And according to the article I read today, going to be done and ready to go by Friday. I had some insider info that uh, the stitching or something for the logo is what the, the actual holdup could have been. But sounds like they got it figured out, so... Uh, the other Warren team in the travel league, Warren Dogs, fall in OT 6 nothing. Uh, shout out Dwight Damcott, first career loss. Dwight's going to be on here later, <laughs> so we'll pick on him about it then. Uh, Blake Peterson, 57 yards rushing and team's leading tackler, along with Tanner Stewart and Colin Havers. Grant May registered an interception. Articles and stats are all brought to you by Your Daily Local. Just wanted to throw that out there. That's where I find this precious information that I share in local shout outs. And there was no word on there when the uh, dog's next game is, but like I said, Dwight's coming on tonight and he's going to be the only one representing in the AFC West. So we can talk about whatever the <laughs> hell we want. NFL little legends got to recognize my defending champion, Buffalo bills coached by Charlie Anderson beat the Titans 24, 20 max Papalea had a day, three touchdowns, three interceptions. Not bad. We're just happy the Bills can beat the Titans someplace, right? I'm going to mute your mic till <laughs> I'm done. You know what? I don't see anybody in that league, like, knocking down the door to be the 49ers, so. Well, they know they could they could never live up to that hype, so. That hype. That hype. Uh, anyways, Theo, who was a former guest on the podcast when I had him and Evan Wellner on, Theo Anderson. Uh, he did, uh, he threw a touchdown, ran in another one. He had a good game also hole in one. We got a hole in one alert. Another good one. Another good one. Nate Lindquist, cable hollow hole 10, 310 yard par four drains it. I've drove that green before. Yeah. It's not, I don't know what it plays, it's, but it doesn't play. Yeah, it doesn't play 310. It's touchable. Yeah. Very, very oh, touchable. Sure. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty badass. We're, we're there's been more of those I've seen this year. Do this year, yeah. I, I, I don't recall to, ever seeing starting to creep up into the same amount of actual hole in ones on a par three yeah. that we've seen so far this year. Yep. Last local shout out, my little buddy Will Nabinski, named the captain of the Dragon soccer team. So I wanted to give him, you know, he shot me a text and was like, "Hey, I got named captain." He's all excited. I'm excited for him. 
but when I did see him at Peppermill the other day, I because never mind, we won't get into that. I was picking <laughs> on him a little bit. I was pretending he was on the uh, women's national team, so I was calling him. <laughs> I was calling him. I was calling him Will Rapinoe, and it turns out they got the same kind of. They have the same haircut, so it just made sense. All right, buzzing and buzzkill. I got a few. But we're going to start with you. What's got you buzzing this week? Uh, going to play Old Stonewall tomorrow. So I'm pretty pumped about that. Where's that at? Just outside of just outside of Pittsburgh. It was on like the Golf Digest top 50 public courses in the nation. I've heard it's like one of the top two or three courses in Pennsylvania. There are you know, public courses in Pennsylvania. Um, looked at the video today. It looks really nice. So I'm excited to go check that out. And we'll get back to you next week on how nice it is. Unless I don't break 90 and then we won't be talking about it. I'll be like, I never went golfing. If you don't break 90, out. you're definitely talking about it. Uh, rain down. I'm, buzzing, I'm buzzing on two things. Okay. This Saturday is college football Saturday. Full slate of games. And that has me really excited. The other thing that has me buzzing, golf jogger pants. What are your thoughts on golf joggers? I'm about to leave the podcast right now. Oh, I'm where I just bought two pair. <laughs> First off, what you're like a 40 year old fucking man. You don't wear joggers. If you're like a 12 year old kid, you I'm wear 30. joggers. I'm 38. Oh, I'm sorry. You're a 38 year old man. You don't wear joggers. Why? Because it's just. Ah, Dude, no. Adidas, and I'm telling you, they were on sale. They're 50 bucks a piece and they are the most comfortable pants ever i'm i'm basically cool. getting away with wearing sweatpants at the golf course the, the best part about them is is you can let devin borrow them and no one will know the difference they look like <laughs> fucking girl pants so you just share it what fucking cares wait jody what are you agreeing with here are you agreeing with golf joggers are sweet or college football or hopefully golf joggers are sweet i need some backup there, on this one there was a lot going on there i need some backup i got two pair black and navy blue and when am I playing with you again? Because I'm going to make sure I wear them. I, I'm not sure when we're playing again, but who? I'm marking You're it gonna down. You're going to get razzed extra hard. I don't care. I'll razz you, you when joggers, I... You better, you better shoot 75 if you're going to wear joggers. <laughs> Maybe I will shoot a 75. <laughs> you never know. Maybe they're just what I need to get over the hump in my golf game. Yeah, no, no. All right. No. Well, I love them, and I'm might going as well, to might as well get a might as well get a golf hoodie too while you're at it. Wear your hat backwards. Andy McIntosh says, "I want you to wear them so Sketty leaves." <laughs> Thank you, Andy. <laughs> Kendall says she supports the joggers. Jody Rafalski, I say yes to joggers if they are comfortable. Look at this. You notice yeah. that it's only women saying yes to the joggers. I don't care. It doesn't matter. I haven't seen a single dude be like, yeah. John Sittler says, like when George Costanza dated the girl who didn't care about appearances. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, John. Pointing that out. All right, Scotty, what's killing your buzz? The fact that you just said you're buying joggers. I don't know. I didn't really have anything good, but now I do. <laughs> your joggers just killed my buzz completely. For that, I know for that 50 bucks, I could have got two chocolate milks at Pepper Mill. It, two and a half, bud. Two and a half. All right. What's killing my buzz? 
this is uh this is way way off in well actually last week i did a netflix show right for what's got me buzzing yeah. was Wood, yeah. woodstock train wreck so devin started this new one and i'm watching it with her we, we, we've only watched one episode so far and i'm still like i, I <laughs> my mind's blown already it's called the most hated man on the internet have you heard about oh. this at all me and me and Riley watched that. Yeah, it's you did watch it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so you're gonna know exactly what I'm talking about. Yes. All right. So episode one of the most hated man on the internet. There's a so if you've never seen it, and I won't ruin like anything, but the gist of it is this guy Hunter or something. Yeah, I can't remember his name. Hunter something. He starts a website called isanyoneup.com which I guess this was like in like 2012 ish. I never heard of it even back then. I don't remember this ever happening. Nope. But basically he was stealing nudes from people and posting them on this page. And then like, it just turned into like a complete shit show. Well, the one girl, (laughs) the whole girl, butthole girl. Yep. Are you familiar? You remember? Yeah. Familiar with butthole girl. Yep. So the part where, she becomes butthole girl on this website and she likes the attention. She's like thinking she's going to make money off of it. That hunter dude says, I'll give you money, whatever. And there's a scene in episode one where she's like, all I wanted to do was be butthole girl so that I could provide a good life for my kids. (laughs) Yep. I just like my jaw had to have been on my lap and I looked over at Devin and I was like, and we just were both like, what the fuck is even happening here? This is absolute insanity. So I still have to finish it, but I think the whole girl is killing my buzz. I think there's two or three episodes. It just gets worse. It's just, it gets worse than that. Yep. Yep. Oh, I thought they like strong and then easy into a smooth ending. Nope. It gets weirder. It just okay. is Good. just out there, Excellent. real out there. Well, I guess, uh, yeah. Well, I don't, I'm on afternoon, so it's tough for us to watch it. But we'll have to figure out a time that we can finish that. Because, yeah, episode one just left me with so many questions. <laughs> like, yeah, they answer a lot of them. <laughs> it gets worse. Great. All right. Uh, where are we at? NFL and NFLPA agree to 11 games for Watson. So this is obviously, I believe, the end of... <laughs> Hold on. Re- revert. Did you see this comment? Yeah, yeah. Spro. <laughs> Butthole girl definitely approves of call joggers. Man, I shouldn't have brought that up. <laughs> no, I don't care. I'm proud of them. I don't care. I take that back. I'm glad I brought it up. You guys can all eat dicks who everybody who wants to make fun of me for it wait till i beat you wearing golf joggers sketty you're gonna be that that's won't, gonna, won't happen yeah it won't will happen it will nope. happen it's like yeah. when kobe scored the 81 i will go snap every one of your clubs if i think it's even close to me losing <laughs> <laughs> ain't gonna happen so if i'm uh, if i'm rolling in a round <laughs> and i'm keeping it close to you you're just gonna like toss them all in the pond I'll be going full Scotty Scheffler walking in your fucking lot, <laughs> bending the putter when you're not looking. <laughs> it's even close. That's fair. Be hiding your putter. I don't know what you did with it, bud. Better putt with the sandwich. It's going to, I'm now I'm, I'm 
determined now. I got some some fuel, tackling fuel. All right, Deshaun Watson, let's get into it. Uh, so this is it, right? Is this the last time yeah. we get to talk Shit. about the whole saga, I guess? I don't know, unless something else happens with it, but it seems like this is putting it to bed now. Uh, 11 games, there's uh, a fine of $5 million for him. The Browns and the NFL are each adding a million to that seven million to support nonprofits that go into uh, the the idea of sexual assault prevention. So, two things. First, let's start with his first game back is in Houston against the Texans. Shocker how that works. So you out. can't tell me they weird, didn't like just thumb down the schedule and go right here looks good. Yeah. Like well, that's 11's a most... weird number. Not yeah. 10, not 12, just 11. Yeah. Yeah, it is it is strange and hey, I mean, they NFL's king, right? Yep. They they do things like this cuz now everybody's going to be watching that game. Not only is this his first game as a Brown since what 20 whatever year month he played last but it's also against his team where all the animosity was and all of that so uh it'd be beautiful if he doesn't even start which i think is a it's an entire real possibility like that he he didn't he doesn't start that game yeah i mean i mean he's gonna be away from the team for what 11 weeks he didn't look good in the preseason uh you know if the browns are like in contention, whatever. And Brissett's yeah, not like if you're bad. like seven, seven and four going into that game. Are you really? You're not rolling Watson out there. Yeah, that could be true, but is you're also talking about the Cleveland Browns. Well, yeah, they'll probably be you're like, anticipating a potential good decision. They'll, they'll they'll probably be four and seven, and it won't matter. Then they can just roll out there. <laughs> also fair. Uh, the other thing, and I didn't even have this in my notes. It was just something that I watched. Uh, I don't know, a couple hours ago, just uh, thumbing through YouTube. And Rich Eisen brought up this a really good point that I haven't heard anybody else mention. And it was a pretty long video, his segment on this. But in a nutshell, if you read Watson's press release, which was clearly written by the NFLPA, it says, I take responsibility for my actions uh, something along those lines. And then if you listen to him, uh, the day the suspension comes out, the Browns throw him in front of the media, and he still maintains his innocence and, you know, deny basically in, still deny, deny, deny. So Rich Eisen's like, that doesn't sound like somebody who's taking responsibility for his actions. He's he has to go to uh you know like a therapist now essentially he's paying a fine that's going towards sexual assault uh nonprofits why would he agree to all that and then go in front of the media and say well i didn't do it but uh, like it just didn't add up and the and the responsibility for the actions thing was really like the the key point of rich eisen was like you can't on paper you're saying you take responsibility for it. And with a camera in your face, you're saying you didn't even do anything. Yeah. Well, he's telling you what he thinks. Someone else wrote that statement for sure. Like he, 
he he the whole time has maintained his innocence the whole time he has never one time uh implied that he did anything wrong um so which was kind of the problem everyone was saying if you suspend him indefinitely when he applies for reinstatement you know he's gonna have to go to the league and say oh no i learned my lesson but in his mind he did nothing wrong so he would have never been reinstated because he would have just went and said yeah well i feel the same as i did a year ago I didn't do anything wrong, so let me back in the league. I've, I've served my time. Let's go. Um, which, I, again, highly doubt that he didn't do anything wrong, but if he didn't, don't blame him for saying, hey, I'm innocent. But then why not? Like, here's my thought on everything. Even if I had a bunch of money, no money, whatever, is if I was accused of something like that, that because this is something that follows you around forever. It's not yep. uh, he was accused of you know, stealing crab legs like Jameis did or whatever Jameis stole. Was it crab legs? I think he was crab legs. Cam was computers. (laughs) Whatever. Uh, Anyways, like I would want to fight tooth and nail till the the very, very end to prove that I did not do this. That's just my take on that. I mean, having worked cases of similar nature and, and stuff like that. Like those people who want, who didn't do it and want their name cleared, like they fight to the end. So to me, it's like, I get the whole, it's going to cost you more in court and lawyer fees and all that. Like, I understand all that, but to me, like they, they settle these types of cases because they don't want information to come out at those those hearings you know what i mean yeah i mean it could be that and it could also be he wants to get back on the football field so he's like fuck it whatever we got to do to make this go away so i can get on with my life you know right but he's getting that aspect like he he will be did you see the video of him playing in jacksonville like the fans what the fan the fan videos i heard it was yeah i heard the fans are nasty yeah and he's gonna get that everywhere like that's gonna happen Jose Altuve still gets booed every time he gets up to bat in away stadiums. And it's been two, three seasons since any of that. Right. And yep. he still gets booed when he comes up to bat for a sign stealing, sign stealing scandal, not sexual assault, which is obviously no. way worse. Again, guy wins the Super Bowl in Cleveland. All this goes away. You're still going to have the fans that hate him, but after four or five years, it'll just be the haters still remembering that this was a thing. If he wins, if he's bad, then he's going to go down. This will be his legacy. So he's just got to win. We've seen it with multiple other people in sports get accused of something terrible, kind of get away with it. And fans forgive him as soon as you start winning. Fans of that team. Yeah. But even like, like, what's your opinion on Ray Lewis? Ray Lewis probably murdered that guy. <laughs> like, nobody remembers that. Everybody remembers that. Be one of the... It, you might be remembered, but it's probably about the fifth thing you would brought up if I would have said, what about Ray Lewis? If we weren't talking about I, I guarantee you more people would say, if you said, what's the first thing you think about when you think Ray Lewis? A lot more people would say he killed a guy than you think. Well, all the Browns fans will. And I may have because I got to listen to the guy I play with every week say, get away with it, Ray, whenever he hits a bad shot. <laughs> so, But also a huge Browns fan. 
so. get away with it, right? I like that. It's, uh, it's a good one. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll we'll see how it goes, but I, I think I, I agree with Rich Eisen. Like, what? How? Why would they put him in front of the media the day the that press release comes out? Too clearly, agent, coach. Nobody had a conversation with him to just say, yeah. hey, just say the same thing that's on that sheet because it sounds really good. Just say that and then go on with your yep. day. So he talks about all the support that he's had throughout. Doesn't really appear that way. Appears like nobody, nobody is in your corner because nobody told you, hey, don't say anything like that because you're going to look like an idiot. Kind of like uh, Sandusky saying... Repeating the question, do do you remember this, right? Yeah. Where, yeah. where his lawyers clearly didn't talk to him before he spoke to the yeah. media. Yeah. The questions posed, are you attracted to little boys? Huh. Am I attracted to little boys? He repeated the question out loud. It was the most obvious yes I've ever seen in my life. Gross. Uh, yeah, he's a sick, sick fuck. But, yeah, I don't know. It's just, I'm... I'm just anti Deshaun at this point forever. So it is what it is. Uh, what else we got here? Lamar, you wanted to talk about this a little bit. Go ahead and uh, brief, yeah, the, brief the, the masses. News broke, the news broke today that uh, Lamar had turned down a larger deal than what Kyler Murray got. And the speculation is, is that he wants like a Deshaun Watson deal, basically fully guaranteed. I think that's just like, it's never going to happen. Like the Ravens would be stupid to give Lamar a fully guaranteed deal. The Ravens would be stupid to give him more money than what they gave or than what the Cardinals gave Kyler Murray. But apparently they were going to do that. Um, I just don't know what Lamar is thinking in all this. And, you know, problem with representing yourself. I think this was a, a poor decision. Yeah. If he's looking for the guarantee. Well, like, like we said too, though. What has Kyler and Watson done to earn the money that they got? Well, that's true. I mean, that's going to be, I'm sure that's Lamar's argument saying, look at what these guys got. I've got an MVP. We have the same amount of playoff success, which is none. Yeah. Uh, And, you know, Lamar is a far more successful regular season quarterback than those guys. So, well, Kyler's, Kyler's money the first eight games. Yeah. Which I'm really happy. I just realized the Niners play them both times in the second half of the season. So that's another two easy wins for the Niners. Let's go. <laughs> they play them in the uh, second half. Yeah, both of them are in the second half. I think it's like week like ten or eleven, and then well, week is, eighteen. That is where you want to reach uh, Kingsbury for sure. Correct, but uh, yeah, I mean, the only thing Lamar can be thinking is that some junk team out there is going to give him that money, which is entirely possible um you know i could name a handful of teams i could see saying yeah we'll, we'll pay you whatever you want just come down here yeah there's not the thing is is like you said it is at about a handful right now because a lot of people mm-hmm. either have their guy or think they may have their guy and they aren't gonna ditch who they think is their guy except for the 49ers <laughs> unless you're the 49ers you don't ditch your guy for the guy you think might be your guy well that was unfair, though, because if Jimmy didn't get hurt every year that he was there, they, he would be the guy. They would have never done that. It was, it was not Jimmy's ability. It was Jimmy's ability to stay healthy. Um, but, you know, 
look at what the Browns just did with, with Baker. Right. You know, some, some teams might see, you know, I was thinking, honestly, you know, what's to his contract situation. He's up after next year. Yeah. It's gotta be cool. Uh, he's in year three. Cause I could see like the dolphins being one of those teams. And I say, think hey, is, we got some pieces. He's in uh, his third year. So that means he'll still have a fourth and a fifth year option. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you got, you know, just off the top of my head, like the dolphins, the saints, um, potentially the Texans. Panthers in a year, the Texans for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, there's going to be the Seahawks. I think right now the Seahawks next year would pay him whatever the fuck they, he wanted paid yeah. to come up to Seattle and, and Carol would figure something out for him. You know, I just think, uh, you know, he, he's got to know that he's going to get his money from someone that, you know, as long as the Jaguars in the league, you can get paid by somebody. So, yeah, you know, he, he's just going to do what he's got to do. I just don't think it'll be actually the Jaguars in this scenario, but they all well, know they have Trevor Lawrence. But, yes. Yes. But, you know, there's going to be teams out there. The Falcons are, are one. Yeah. You know, Panthers. So, I, I mean, yeah, Panthers. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot. There's All a right. lot in the NFC. That, <laughs> so we did speak you know. on Kyler. Let's talk about the Cardinals again because I it has been brought to my attention after a trade that took place today. Because I always rip the Cardinals. I can't stand the Cardinals. I hate Kyler Murray. Uh, anybody who listens every week's aware of that. But we remember draft night when the Baltimore Ravens absolutely just went full highway robbery and got a first round pick from them for Marquise Brown. Well, let the victimization of the Cardinals continue because today they gave up a fifth round pick to the bills for Cody Ford, who is an absolute pile of trash offensive lineman. Who's second round pick like three, four years ago. He has, he, he started his career rather well. The decline has been steep. And I couldn't believe when I saw they got a fifth rounder for him. Nick Mullins was a conditional seventh. At least he's like somebody who may end up contributing to that team. Nick, Nick Mullins is not very good. Yeah, he's, he's not, not good, but good. if he, he could very well end up being the number two in Minnesota. Yeah, I mean, like if Kyle Shanahan gets traded to the Vikings somehow and sets up a perfect offense for him, yeah, he might be okay. Like I mean, he's good. I'm saying it. he's going to be a number two. I'm not saying he's going to light the fucking world on fire. I'm he's, saying he could be the he, number two quarterback. I, he's not. I don't think he's going to beat out Kellen Mond. But I mean, I guess it's possible. Why would they? You don't know. But you they don't must know right have now. Some questions Co- if they traded for him. Co- Cody Ford could start in Arizona. You don't know. Why would you? you don't know. Why would you trade for a, a draft pick, conditional draft pick, for a quarterback if you? had your number one, two cement or your number one and two cemented in stone, unless you plan on keeping three. Well, could be keeping three and there could be an injury situation. We don't know about also possible, but what would that have to do with anything right now? They could sign somebody to fill in in camp. Well, yeah, but I'm saying like you might have something going on with Mond or cousins that is lingering and they're afraid it's going to, sprout up you don't know you're not trading for nick mullins to be like i just can't see a situation where you're thinking nick mullins is going to be my number two he's not good i know I, everyone like don't think fell in good. love after like a after like the four week four week uh especially put on there with shanahan when jimmy was hurt of course but he's just 
He's not good. Not a very good quarterback. Yeah, I know. I watched him play against the Bills a couple years ago on Monday Night yeah, Football. He, yeah, how'd that work out? Super good. Great. I thought it was great. Yeah, super, super good. But anyways, the Cardinals make dumb trades. That's the point that I'm trying to yeah, make. Well, here. I again, I feel like they're probably dumb, but we could be looking at this, you know, 13 Cody, weeks from now. Going. If Cody Ford starts in Arizona, you should hope for that. You should be hoping for that, that he's starting in Arizona. Because if he is, the Dean linemen are going to be eaten all day long. <laughs> all day long. It's he's not he's not good at all. He was horrible in Buffalo. Well, After year one, maybe year two. Wasn't good. I'm just saying. Well, all right. Last thing before we get to our good. first break here, Tom Brady. So we remember what was it on that Brady said? Uh, he came out and and was like, "I was almost went to a team, but I'm not going to say who it is. But they decided to stay with who they have." And that was, was like, the, that was we. Everyone thought it was the 49ers. Right. I remember? But who? But who? What? What was that set on? Was that on Man in the Arena or whatever his little show he did? I thought it was out before that, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't. I have no idea. But it came out that he said you're gonna keep or you're gonna stick with that motherfucker or something like that. He said he called him that. Yep. And now it turns out that the the question has been answered by Dana White of all people, which. Yeah. Yep. Everybody was the the big question was why is Dana White uh orchestrating potential trades? Sure, in... sure seems like tampering to me, but Tom would never do such a thing, so we know that's not true. Right. That's af- that's accurate. He never gets suspended for uh being part of illegal activity in the NFL. Uh but what <laughs> so it's Derek Carr. Derek Carr's the motherfucker. Yeah. So I think we everybody who was following this thought it was Jimmy G. Everyone thought it was Jimmy G. I you don't know many people Jimmy who G. didn't. I thought it was Jimmy G. Yeah. Yeah, everybody did. So now it turns out that Gronk and Brady, and it, he went as far as saying Brady was looking for a house in Vegas already, like it go. was happening. And then of course, uh, John Gruden. Gruden. Gruden blew it up, which brings me to the final point of this. I saw a couple people who are now crediting John Gruden for both of Tampa's Super Bowl wins. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. It's true. So it's true. All right. You got anything else for the buzz? Nope. Well, that's going to take us to our first break. The buzz is brought to you by Bushlight. Bushlight Apple back on the shelves. Get it wherever you purchase your adult beverages. Please drink responsibly. And Napoli's Pizza, that's right. When there's football season on TBSP, there's Napoli's weekly specials, pickup or delivery available, located in North Warren. Going to take a quick break. We'll be back with this week in sports history. Whenever you crack open a bush light, the mountain starts singing. It's cold and it's smooth and it's waiting for you. What is going on? Hit it, giant Kenny G. So smooth. It's for the mountains of bush light here. Hungry? 
Watching the game? Order some Napoli's pizza. Order the best pizza in the Times Observer, Reader's Choice, every year. Homemade, hand-tossed, delicious hot pizza, stromboli, salads, subs, and so much more. Located in North Warren, come on in or call 814-723-7455 and ask about our specials. Pickup or delivery available 7 days a week, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Again, that's 814-723-7455. Hi, this is Brian Hagberg, and I wanted to take a moment to tell you about our new website, yourdailylocal.com. Your Daily Local is your new home for news, sports, and events in Warren County and beyond. Our goal is to cover the people, places, events, and happenings that matter to you in a variety of ways, including writing, video, and audio. And the best part? All of our content is available for free. Head to YourDailyLocal.com to get the news you need when you need it. Let's take a look back at this week in sports history. This week in sports history is brought to you by Your Daily Local. Visit yourdailylocal.com for the news you need when you need it. Uh, five fast facts. Because we got to cruise a little bit. That was a long segment. Oh, yeah, we're a little behind. Yep. We're a little behind. Uh, all right, August 22nd edition. Number one, 1927, Yankee slugger Babe Ruth hits his 40th home run during his MLB record 60 home run season in New York's 9-4 loss to the Cleveland Indians at Dunfield. Number two, 1946, baseball approves a 168-game schedule but later rescinds it. Isn't that everybody's major gripe about uh, baseball for the most part? If you're not a baseball fan, people are like, season's too long. Yeah. But then they watch like a NASCAR race every Sunday for nine months. Well, it's one a week though, bud. Not, not. There's not. There's not six races a week. There, there is just not in. Well, one. there's like three. Yeah, yeah. Fair. And some of those guys drive more than one of those, right? Oh yeah, some of them drive all three. Yeah. All right, 1972. Rhodesia is expelled by the International Olympic Committee for its racist policies. I had to throw some bonus facts in here. You ever heard of Rhodesia? Sounds vaguely familiar. It is. Uh, it was an unrecognized state in Southern Africa from 1965 to 1975 with a white-dominated government. And it is now what we know as the modern Zimbabwe. So okay. the racial racist policies, uh, I, everywhere I Googled, I couldn't find exactly what they are. But one thing I did find was that they were going to be allowed to compete in the Olympics, but England was going to make them, that England wanted them to use their flag and God Save the Queen had to be their, like, metal song. And they said no, and then all of a sudden they're banned and they're racist. So I couldn't find the racist policy. I'm not saying they don't exist. I just couldn't find what they are. And I did find that England just was mad at them. So I don't know if those two have something to do with each other or not, but... Anyways, 1994, DNA testing links O.J. Simpson to the murder of Nicole Simpson and Ron Goldman. You don't say. Really? You don't say. Shocker. Yeah. Shocker. Who would have thought? 
All right, last one. 2007, the Texas Rangers route the Baltimore Orioles 30-3, to the most runs scored by a team in modern MLB history. The Astros scored 21 the other night. Yeah, I saw that. 21-5, pretty solid outing. All right, that's it. We're buzzing. We're, we're literally cruising through stuff because we got to get to my hive, and uh, I think we can do it pretty quick. Yep. This week in sports history brought to you by Your Daily Local. Visit Your Daily Local for the news you need when you need it. We're going to take a quick break. Be back with Skeddy on. Hey there, everyone. This is Phil with JP Photography. I know, I know. A photography ad on a sports show? I get it. You're here for sports talk and listening to Joe and Skeddy's insane rambling. Wait, what? But bear with me for a few. I just want to tell you that JP Photography not only offers wedding photography, but also does events, engagements, headshots, family photos, and even some product photography. Be sure to check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for JP Photography or go directly to our website at johnphilphotography.com. That's J-O-N-P-H-I-L photography.com. He's absolute trash. Skeddy on. Let's have a listen to what Skeddy's on this week. Zero percent chance that works. This week's Skeddy On is brought to you by Complete Roofing Systems. The best the business has to offer match with the best prices. For your free estimate, go to crsroofingteam.com or call them at 716-640-4609. All right. The music's been cued. Yep. Well, it's not on Shady McCoy anymore, but I'm going to tie him into this. I forgot to uh, <laughs> change that, didn't I? Don't, don't worry, on, I can... I'm going to tie him in. We'll, we'll make one big roundabout for this. But uh, So earlier this week, don't remember if it was yesterday or this morning, saw a news story break that uh, some teams have been turned off on Jimmy G, allegedly because during the offseason, Jimmy just disappears, goes radio silent. Teammates can't t- contact him, team can't contact him. And apparently that's a big red flag for some franchises, which I could maybe see a little bit of, but let's be real. What do the Niners do when Jimmy's on the field? They win fucking football games. The team gets up for this dude. The fact that you're going to harass him about what he does on his own fucking personal time blows my mind. I mean, by LaShawn McCoy's uh, logic, Jimmy G also has like one or two Super Bowl rings. Guy's basically the GOAT. Uh... You know, I just can't believe that this is a big deal. If that story is actually true, it would, it would just something I can't fathom because the team obviously loves them. Obviously, they don't care that they can't get a hold of them. Grow up. Who cares? All right. My uh, rebuttal this week is I agree with you again. Does that happen often on Skedion? Some I think it it's does. Been going, it's been going pretty good. Yeah. You've been trending my way for sure. Uh, yeah, you thought that we were going to argue tonight. We don't have to be friends. You don't have to be friends with your coworkers. You don't have to, you don't have, I mean, if you're in the off season, unless your contract says you need to, you know, text your general manager once a week or whatever, you don't have to talk to him either. You don't have to talk to any of them. And Jimmy Jimmy G's out hanging with the porn, uh, porn (laughs) stars. Like he doesn't, you want to hang out with Kittle or oh, hang out with... Well, actually, I would I love know, George to Kittle's a good time. Yeah, I yeah, George Kittle. I can't but, believe he's yeah. not like the exception. Like he doesn't talk to anybody else but he, Kittle. George Kittle has. There's apparently there's a running joke about how like there's a picture of 
uh, Jimmy at his locker with his phone and Kittle's helping him. And Kittle says, yeah, I'm trying to teach him how to work his phone because he doesn't answer my texts ever. He doesn't, doesn't know how to work the new iOS. <laughs> like, I get that it's kind of a turnoff. You kind of want to see your guys working out together and improving. But, like, I mean, again, Jimmy just wins football games. Whatever he's doing, other than he can't stay healthy, is working for him. Like, don't, don't mess with a good thing. Right. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you. Wrap it up. That's all I got. Oh, all this right. week's Scotty On brought to you by Complete Roofing Systems. The best the business has to offer, match with the best prices for a free estimate. Find them at crsroofingteam.com or 716-640-4609. We're going to take a break. We'll be back with the things that sting. Jones Pest Control, your hometown pest control company, servicing residential and commercial properties in Warren and surrounding areas since 2015. Sean and his crew will work tirelessly to keep your home or business free of insects to rodents and everything in between. Contact Jones Pest Control at 814-230-9548 and set up an appointment today. And remember, ants, spiders, bees, or mice, don't think twice. Call Jones Pest Control, 814-230-9548. Checkout means sales and services with two locations on Warren's east side. Their garage at 800 Lexington Avenue not only services cars sold by means, but has knowledgeable staff and modern state-of-the-art equipment waiting to serve their hometown of Warren. Whatever you need, including alignments, tires, brakes, yearly or enhanced PA inspections, oil changes, and much more. Make your appointment today at 814 723 Now time for the things that sting. The worst stories in sports, according to Joe. This edition of the things that sting is powered by Jones Pest Control. Ants, spiders, bees, or mice. Don't think twice. Call Jones Pest Control at 814-230-9548. Real quick, before we get to the things that sting, I just had a notification in an NFL uh, app. It said something about a Bills rookie who was undersized or something. And I still can't even find that. But I did find in the same article because there's like 25 notes in it or something. Note number 21. Kellen Mond threw two grizzly picks in the Vikings second preseason game. While Sean Mannion may be, the, may be better, picking up a team's backup from a different roster makes sense. On Monday, Minnesota made a trade with the Raiders for Nick Mullins, who's probably now the favorite to land the job unless the team can, can find someone better. The Rams can't cut John Wofford or Bryce Perkins when they know the Vikings coach and former Rams offensive coordinator Kevin O'Connell is right there waiting to swoop in. So who the fuck is Mannion? What are they like? What are they going for? Third string? No, Nick Nick Mullins is the favorite to land the job of backup to Kirk Cousins because Kellen Mond sucks. All right, we'll see. It could happen. That, we, that, we shall that would see. be a that would be a that would be a Vikings move. Oh no, you threw picks in preseason. Like those games matter. 
<laughs> we just we just blew a third round pick on you. Let's let's get on to Nick Mullins. <laughs> I like your consistency. Well, the fucking right. preseason games don't matter. <laughs> they don't. Just keeps them loose. Yep. All right. Uh, first one, we're doing a couple, two follow-ups uh, of old cases that we talked about. Akib Talib, obviously his brother was discharged with uh, murder the other uh, last week uh, for the shooting death of Coach Hickman at a youth tackle football game. So the family of the deceased Coach Hickman wants Akib charged after video surfaced of him pursuing Hickman and throwing the first punch. Video turned over to the police and more witnesses are now being interviewed. The Urban Specialists, which is the league's governing body that these two teams played in, are demanding more safety measures. No guns, no drugs, no smoking, no alcohol. Bags checked and more off-duty police officers working games. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> I'm sure the no guns... The no, the like no, that wasn't a rule forever. <laughs> like, yeah. like, yeah, guns are cool. You could shoot guns and, uh, you know, <laughs> do drugs, hot, hot rail meth, but uh, now you can't. No more, says nope. the talk, urban specialist. Talk about yeah. the no fun league. Jeez. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, but yeah, I just found that interesting and uh, that they think like bags checked, okay, but, uh, you know, it's probably not where. I, I, I'm sure Talib's brother wasn't carrying it in a bag. You're right. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, but anyways, Akib Talib is also stepping away from Amazon. He had just accepted a position with Amazon to uh, do some analysis on the Thursday night games that they're taking over. And he has uh, publicly said he's stepping away from that position. I don't know if it's permanent or if it's just a hiatus while this all, you know, comes undone or what, but. Uh, yeah. So I don't know if they're reviewing footage and there's more to it, then I'm sure other charges will come down. Like I'm, I'm kind of, I didn't watch the video, but they said, this is what was in the video. Uh, I'm confident that he'll probably get something out of that then, you know, if they, they want to, yeah. especially if the family's like, yo, what, you know, pursuing it. So next up, this is a good one. Dennis Rodman said Saturday that he plans to visit Russia to seek the release of Brittany Griner. Quote, I got permission to go to Russia to help that girl. Rodman told NBC News at a restaurant in D.C. I'm trying to go this week. <laughs> so now listen to I this. Thought... <laughs> go, go ahead. I thought North Korea guy was this dude. What's he, is he bring him in, bringing oh, him no, in? Apparently, so apparently he... Uh, in like 2014 or 20 something in that range, he visited Russia. And when asked in an interview about Putin, he said, he's cool. So Dude, all these guys love Russia. Isn't that weird? It's awesome. Like the most evil pieces of shit in the world. And they're like, Dennis Rodman gets through to them somehow <laughs> of all people. I love it. So a, this is where I'm confused. A senior Biden administration official has said he is more likely to hurt than help. Quote, it's public information that the administration has made a significant offer to the Russians 
and anything other than negotiating further through the established channel is likely to complicate and hinder release efforts, said the official. Who gave him permission then? Yeah, fuck, fuck that. Yeah, who gave him? Who gave him permission? If like he's saying, I got permission. Who did he get permission from? Talk, like, did he call his mom and say, "Hey, mom, can I can I go to Russia?" And she's like, "Yeah." I, when I hear I got permission, and I feel like he he'd just been in contact with somebody in the government, right? You're talking about the same motherfuckers who are about to trade the merchant of fucking death. That's true. For- for a basketball player. Yeah. Well, and the, the best part is, is it's public information that this administration, that the administration has made a significant offer to the Russians. Yes. And the Russians made it clear that they didn't want fanfare. So you already pissed them off by announcing it to everybody because they wanted to look like they were doing something to get Griner back, which I, I understand that piece, but they that's not the way they it's supposed to be done. So they already fucked it up. Shock, and, and then on top of that, if they accept it, yeah, then we're releasing a guy with the nickname Merchant of Death. That's great for a basketball player. God Just bless America. Amazing. Uh, so that's all on that. I guess we'll see what happens if Rodman ends up in a cell next to her or if he's fighting against the Ukrainians. I don't know. <laughs> What's going to happen next is anybody's guess. <laughs> Uh, sad one here, Luke Knox, brother of uh, Bill's tight end, Dawson Knox. He's an FIU transfer, uh, passed away at the age of 22. Uh, quote, I, I couldn't find anything on cause of death, like even anything with a police quote in it, until I did find something that FIU police uh, released. It was, quote, Luke was discovered by friends in his dorm room here on campus in medical distress. FIU police captain Delrish Moss told NBC News. Quote, FIU police was called and FIU police officers arrived and attempted CPR until rescue arrived and took over. He was transported to a local hospital by Miami County Dade uh, Fire or Miami Dade County Fire Rescue, and he later died at the hospital. No foul play suspected, cause of death not yet determined. So uh, there, the medical examiner, you know, did th- their part. So there will be probably maybe something will come out on that. I don't know. Um, Bill's held a moment of silence at their preseason game. It's pretty cool. Dawson was obviously not present. He was in Nashville where the services were and everything. Uh, and Bill's mafia stepped up and donated, uh, $16 and 88 cents to per donation to, uh, the charity that Dawson has. It's a cancer charity that Dawson's really involved in. It's pretty cool. I like how they always step up and do that. And actually, I haven't yet, but I will be doing that also because I, I did Lamar and I did uh, Andy Dalton and Josh Allen's. When Josh Allen's grandma passed away, Oshai Child, uh, Children's Hospital. I always like to do that. It's cool to contribute to that. Um, you know, yep. something, to, something to hang our hat on, I suppose. You're going to like this one. Explain. Hosted the Eagles yesterday in a preseason game. Okay. Fans in the parking lot selling shirts that said, bitch, give me a massage. <laughs> shocker. Not they, a shocker. They have some, they have some, uh, they have some uh, dandy shirts out in the parking lots at Browns games. Now, Always. Not that this is uh 
comparable because obviously the two are not. But re- you remember way back in the day when Marshawn played for the Bills and he was in a hit yeah. and run uh, accident yeah. up there where he like fled the scene. Uh, I did purchase a shirt that said Marshawn can hit whoever the fuck he wants. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny, but these ones I don't find fun. I, I mean, that's it's just bad. It's not yeah. good. Yeah. I yeah. hope that they don't okay. sell. Hope they don't sell too many of those. All right, last one before we get into uh, fan rant. Blake Snell. Now this is pretty wild. Uh, Blake Snell is involved in a traffic accident on Interstate 5 as he was heading home from Petco Park after the team's series opener against Washington last Thursday night. Uh, He had been pulled over for an alleged traffic violation and was in his vehicle on the side of the road when it was struck by another car coming down the interstate. Uh, The driver of the car struck Snell's uh, vehicle is suspected by police to be driving under the influence. Snell said his own car skidded about 12 feet after it was struck. He came away uninjured, and his brother, who was with him in the vehicle at the time, was treated for minor injuries uh, related to whiplash. And Snell was good to pitch. He pitched the next day. So that was, you know, he's lucky. And actually, you know, the the interview with him went a little more in depth. He talked about how his cell phone went flying and he was like, what the heck, you know, couldn't believe what was happening. And he immediately looked over to his little brother and asked if he was okay. But, uh, the move over law, I mean, that's why, of course, if somebody's DUI, they're probably not moving over anyways, but, uh, the move over law, that's why this is in effect. This happens. I mean, a lot of people probably don't even know it, but me who follows a bunch of police pages on, you know, my social medias, uh, this happens a lot like way, way more often than a lot of people know about. So if you see a traffic stop ahead of you or something of that type where you see emergency lights or tow truck lights or anything, move over, okay? Not that difficult, and you could save somebody's life because what a lot of people don't think about too, and this is something we learned at EVO, try this sometime, but somewhere safe. Uh, Where your eyes go, the vehicle follows. That's what they always told us at EVO school. So they're like, if you, you know, we're in a car, like an emergency vehicle, and the passenger who was the teacher had brake pedals. So he could lock up the brakes like at any time. And we were on a slick track. And it's no joke that if he skids you this way, you know, if your car starts fishtailing with the ass end coming left, if you're looking straight ahead, if or instead of out your driver's side window, you're never going to correct that steering. Where your eyes go, the vehicle follows. So when you see a crash on the side of the road and you're, we call it rubbernecking, and you're staring mm-hmm. at it the whole way while you're driving by, you're going to veer toward where you're looking. It's just natural. How it happens, I, I can't explain. Uh, but just move over. Blake Snell's lucky to be alive, so is his brother. And a lot of officers die every year uh, because of this. Uh, you know, it happened to two guys in Philly uh, in March or whatever it was, two state troopers. So move over got a couple comments here i'm guessing they're going to be in reference to the brown stuff oh signs there was so there was signs fans were holding dude standing next to his son holding a sign f them hose yeah it's typical i'm not surprised at all but 
All right, that's going to wrap up the things that sting. Uh, this edition is brought to you by Jones Pest Control and Spiders, Bees, or Mice. Don't think twice. Call Jones Pest Control at 814-230-9548. Going to take a break and get our fan rant contestants in here. We're probably going to start with the NFC since there's more of them than anybody from uh, the AFC, AFC West. West. So don't, we'll get that. don't be insulting us. Yeah, they did. They did insult nope. us. Don't say, no, don't say, you said NFC East. It's the NFC West. Did I say East? Yes. Oh. Don't, don't, don't confuse us. That is insulting. That's what I'm saying. I'm a little, all hurt. right, we'll be, we'll be right back.
Blue Line Auto, located at 1606 Pennsylvania Avenue East in Warren, is locally owned and operated and is a family-run business specializing in vehicle sales and service. They offer state and safety inspections and general car repairs, including but not limited to brakes and rotors, tires, oil changes, batteries, starters, and alternators. They also offer vehicle undercoating prior to winter to help keep your vehicle protected. Currently, their hours are Monday through Wednesday, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m., and Thursday and Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Call them today to schedule your next appointment at 814-230-9061. Your safety is their goal. Hi, this is Ryan Klein, the host of the new pop culture podcast, Me, Myself, and Rye. You can find me on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and several other platforms. Special guests, breakaway shows, bonus episodes, cold beers, and a whole lot more. So what are you guys and gals waiting for? Subscribe now to the Me, Myself, and Rye podcast on Spotify or wherever it is that you get your shows and start listening today. My high, Joe and Skeddy's very own world of sports. It's presented by Blue Line Auto. For all your automotive needs, call Blue Line Auto at 814-230-9061 or stop in at 1606 Pennsylvania Avenue, Easton Warren. All right, I'm going to add, we're not leaving Dwight by himself in for one division, and Moon is on his way. I, he needed me to send it to a different amp email and now he's saying nothing i just sent it i sent him two three emails typical rams fan check spam typical rams fan all right uh real quick skeddy i did get your message and you are correct i just googled it so connor was added to the 40-man roster yeah so he may get a start this weekend that is freaking awesome so shout out connor We'll have to get him back on after his Mets debut. Maybe he'll come on and uh, give us a little insight as to how that went. Mike Garrett, Canadian yeah, version, right. not the Warren version that we know. But any, no, no, no you're right. much cooler, right? That's right. Back in the Great White North this year, guys. Watching yeah. the game, we're going to be the same. It's not going to be a nice, warm poolside in Arizona this year, unfortunately. <laughs> Dwight, thanks for joining us. Fresh off, uh, I did shout out your first loss. I don't know if you heard it or not. Uh, not yet. I'm behind. Well, I shouted I'm out busy. your first career coaching win for youth tackle football. So I had to shout out your first loss as a youth tackle football coach. I ain't got my cover. It's going to be the only one. So, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Tori, where'd he go? Went hiding. I don't know. Tori, can you hear us? You haven't even started shit talking yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nobody's even said anything. He's already bailing. <laughs> Good news is, Skeddy. Actually, Skeddy, I was going to make you do the Seahawks. No, you know the deal. I'll do AFC teams. You do NFC teams. Okay, so I have to be the Seahawks? Yeah, unfortunately. I mean, good right, luck and with Dwight. That. We're going to round table with you about the West after we do uh, the 
NFC West because, well, we have at least two reps. Moon should be here. He's been on here many times. I don't know why it's not working. Uh, Tori just texted me. He said he doesn't have any audio. This is a train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> Live TV. Live TV. Gotta love it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, let's just get her started then. Uh, Mike, since you're the mm-hmm. only one in here from the uh, NFC West right now, Go yeah. ahead and uh, give us some Cardinals insight. Why are they winning the division this year? Uh, honestly, guys, I don't know how this year is going to go. I mean, it all starts with uh, contract talks. I'm glad they got the deal done, but, you know, I didn't have to burn my jersey. Thank God. <laughs> and I can still wear it with pride. And, but, they, uh, you know, they always like to uh, just throw that random crap at you with the, um, you know, the uh, – the four hours of quiet study time and crap like that getting blown out of proportion. And I don't know. I just, I'm hoping that, you know, they just ride a little bit magic that they had at the beginning of last year. You know, they're hopefully coming in fresh. Uh, we lost a couple guys. Chase Edwins was going to be, uh, I don't even know if that's going to be overly felt because I felt Connors was better at smash mouth football last year. Anyway. Um, I just, I don't know, guys. Honestly, I'm, I'm at that point where I'm just like, I'm hoping for the best, but I, I don't see a whole lot of extra improvement based on, on what we've done. I mean, we brought in a really good receiver, and if he can stay out of jail, that would be awesome, you know, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but with, with D-Hop, who's a big heartbeat of this team, with him missing a significant amount of time, it's, it's going to be questionable. Still like the defense. Uh, you know, we made some trades recently to get some depth on the O-line, which they're going to need. Got to keep Kyler, you know, you got to give him as much time as possible because, you know, if he does, when he feels the pressure, you guys know, like when, against, especially against the Rams, when he feels the pressure, he doesn't, he doesn't really perform all that well yet. So kind of hoping with the better contract, you know, he steps the game up and, uh, you know, the receivers bail him out. But no, the, the strength is still probably hopefully going to be in the defense, especially in the secondary. You know, I'm expecting big things from Buda Baker again this year. Uh, you know, Byron Murphy had a great start to last year, tailed off. So I'm kind of hoping he builds on that again. But, uh, you know, one guy that you really got to watch though, is you really got to watch Isaiah Simmons. I got, I got a lot of good hope about that guy. You know, he's, he's such a hybrid kind of guy on the defense that I think that he's going to take big strides this year and and really make his presence known. Is he his second or third year? Ah, third, third, third year. Yeah. Third year. It's time. It's time to go. Yeah, it would be. Cause I know he was uh, a lot of hopes for him when he was drafted by them for sure. And he had a lot of draft hype. He did. Uh, Tori, can you hear us now? Yeah, can you hear me? We can. Yep. That was tough. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Moon can't That's even get in on, here, so I don't know what's happening. That's why I work on cars, not on uh, electronics. <laughs> Let's see what he says here. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try sending him another one. In the meantime, Tori, tell us why the Bang Bang Niner gang, led by Trey Lance, is going to win the division. I know you want me to start there, but the easy answer is the defensive line. I mean, your 2022 Defensive Player of the Year, Nick Bosa, anchoring the defense. I mean, they returned just – did we even lose anybody significant? I don't – not on that side of the ball. Um, getting pressure of four is huge. I could play DB for those guys when you only got to cover for three and a half seconds. And then, obviously, the offensive side of the ball, Trey Lance. I know you don't want to hear this, Sketty, but he's going to be 100 times better than Jimmy, and it's going to happen this year. It's a bold statement. All the things that everybody says about him are the same things they've been saying about Josh Allen since he was a rookie. The only difference, our roster, 10 times better than the Bills was when he was a rookie. 
great run game. Obviously, GK, Debo, IU. Jennings stepped up pretty big. Really, the only loss on that side of the ball was Tomlinson, but they got Brooks to step right in and I guess Mac too, but not worried. The Seahawks, garbage. And, I mean, we only went we only went two and four in the division last year and still made the playoffs. And I really wish James was in here because I wanted to bust his chops too. James won't go toe to toe with any of you guys until until it's over and they won. Right. Because <laughs> he knows the Niners own the Rams. The Seahawks are no problem this year, and we get the Cardinals in the second half when they fucking blow. We're going six and zero in the division. That's right. a lot. So, now we get, you got to play the AFC West. That's going to be tough. That'd be a little tricky. Just beat down on Russell Wilson. Good thing. No problems. You should wish you had to play their fans because they don't show up. <laughs> Poor Dwight, the only one here repping the Raiders. All right. So if I'm doing the Seahawks, the answer why the Seahawks are going to win this division this year is really simple. They aren't. As soon as as soon as, as soon as the Niners release Jimmy G. Because they can't, they're too stupid to find a trade partner for him. Even if it's just junk, just get something for him before you end up releasing him. And when you release him, Pete Carroll's going to pounce on him. Jimmy G's heading to Seattle and he's going to lead them to it. Why? Because Jimmy's the goat. He's going to lead them to a division title. You said it yourself, Sketty, two time Super Bowl champ. Jimmy G, goat. All he does is win. He's going to stay right in that division and he's going to give Kyle Shanahan nightmares and it's going to be awesome i think jimmy g's going to be sitting the bench all year they'll just nope. hold him fuck it who cares spend the money spent who gives a shit what's 27 I mean, million dollars to let Bowl. him sit on the bench or go to seattle let him sit on the bench well <laughs> oh, that's what i'm saying let him sit on the bench week week uh, four when the browns realize that Brissett's fucking terrible They'll be calling him begging for Jimmy. It's a contingency plan, boys. Like I said, Trey Lance is a great talent, but if he's got some growing pains, you know they they're gonna they might swap him out just to give him some 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 downtime. To be expected out of a rookie quarterback, I just feel like you can't pull that trigger because once you go to Jimmy, you can't go back to Trey. What do you mean you it's worked? It. It's worked wonders with Tua when they were yanking him for Fitzy to come in and save his ass. <laughs> yeah, look at look at how fast he's come along. Yeah, <laughs> the difference Cruise is control. The difference in that situation is is you'd be putting Jimmy in to start the games and then fourth quarter go, all right, Trey, go in there. We're not going to let Jimmy throw a stupid pick right now. You got this. <laughs> Speaking of stupid picks, I have to go to the Canadian Mike Garrett. What's and I have, to, I have to distinguish that difference each time because a listener may think we're talking to Pennsylvanian Mike Garrett, oh, which yeah. I've already noted you're cooler than him and better at golf, I believe. That's true. Uh, Those are two really bold statements, but both probably true. <laughs> he doesn't even know Mikey, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm probably yeah, it's all good. I'm not yeah. a bad golfer." So, <laughs> so uh, one of my favorite interceptions of all time was the one Murray threw in the playoffs against the Rams. Yeah, that was a good one. I am yeah. a I am an anti Murray guy. I, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> but I do like. Like the majority of the rest of that team, I just don't like Murray and Kingsbury. Those are my two two guys that I think if they, you still like Hopkins? No, uh, no. Well, I don't like what I don't like about Hopkins is that he talks about the Texans too much. He's a good football player. I mean, I'd I'd love him on my team, but like all he does is talk about how much he hates Houston, and I'm like, 
What do I? How do I always refer to that, Scotty? The breakup and she didn't give his hoodie back. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. The girlfriend didn't give his hoodie back, and he's mad, so he just keeps talking about him, and it just. I can't stand it. But other than that, no, he's fantastic. And when you have him and Marquise Brown, that could actually, that would be the best opposite of Marquise Brown that Marquise Brown has ever had in his career. Absolutely. You know, well, and, could you- but you know, the fact that, you know, we still holding on to AJ Green and like, Oh boy. Moon. moon. Oh, moon. Oh, get out of here. Moon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you enjoy that because it's the last one you're ever going to see. Oh, it could, you, it could I, you shouldn't be, be wearing that. I don't know how many years it's been for you guys, but it could be a long time. Yeah, uh, <laughs> a long time. Like, how long is it till February? Five months. Well, and that's that's why you notice, like behind me, it's dark because I'm coming out of the tunnel that was last year, and we're focused on this year. Okay. <laughs> Moon always comes on here with the best like setup analogies <laughs> ever. Was it last year he wore a captain's outfit? Hey. Yeah. Oh, he still has it. He still has the hat. Yes. Oh boy, here we go. It's too in. early. It's too early to sail to to, to Arizona just yet, but uh, oh, yeah. it's coming. Yeah. All right. You? Well, you're always fashionably late, right? So you always got time to a few extra minutes just to think of the good insults, too, Bob. Well, yeah, and, and really, it starts with this, okay? Because well, everybody's McDermott. putting so much into this first game. It's the first game. I mean, let's face it, the Rams don't play anybody. Uh, the You know, the, the Bills aren't going to be playing a lot of people. Everybody's going to be rusty. It's going to be a high-scoring game, and it's really not going to have much uh, consternation towards who's going to win the Super Bowl. Let's just put it that way. I that's something I do agree with is that the Week One games are always like pretty trashy, and they really don't tell the tale of anybody's season. I I really think it is going to be a high-scoring game. You're right, Moon. The Bills are about to hang 56, 56 nothing. That's still a lot of points in one game. Well, yeah, I, I get they on got Vaughn Miller now. Yeah, they're going to do it. I get on board with that. Uh, well, the problem, is, the problem well. isn't them having Vaughn Miller. The problem is you still got Matt Stafford back there. He might have an aneurysm again for the first three quarters and hope that Cooper Cup can bail him out. We'll see. Maybe it'll happen. Who knows? Boy, I, I mean, I was going to get you that fucktart jersey just because you were that butthurt, but now I think – Maybe like a whole year supply of preparation H because the burning is still I, going on, man. So Moon, I, I saw a clip. I saw a clip of that dropped interception again. Holy shit, I almost threw up. I mean, it was a beautiful ball by Matt Stafford. Hit tart right in the fucking numbers. <laughs> he uh, nailed yeah, woulda, drilled him. Shoulda, coulda. Oh, you know, it makes but, me want to throw up. But, but, but here's where we're all in the same boat as being NFC West fans, okay? Uh, the NFC lost a lot of firepower in the offseason, whether it's Russell Wilson, whether it's Devontae Adams, you know, insert name here. I mean, I'm not trying to be cocky here, but thanks to all those guys leaving, uh, Brady getting another year older, some problems with his offensive line. It's just it's just making it that much easier for the Rams to stay healthy, to be able to get back this year. You know, there might be. Maybe all four of the uh, – wait, is that possible? No, it's not possible. The three of the four 
NFC West might be sliding into the playoffs. Yeah, not possible because the possible? Seahawks are here. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, just because the Seahawks are in the division. Well, yeah, you get one division winner, two wild cards, right? There's right. three, three wild cards now, bud. Welcome three to the new, now. That's welcome right. Welcome to the Holy new shit. era. Man, what day is it? Wow. I'm, I'm really thinking that's the AFC West is getting all four teams in. Yeah, and I'm really, I'm really thinking the Dallas Cowboys have become the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're irrelevant. Nobody, they're not scared by anybody. You know, that's the most accurate thing I've heard you say on this show, man. Yeah, that was awesome. Thanks. Wait, can we can we go back to Sketty being a partial Bills fan there for a minute? Well, I just know the Bills are going to shit stomp the Rams. That's not. I was was really enjoying that. Keep talking about it. I like this. That's just facts. So, just so, facts. Yeah, how are they going to do this? Yeah, like well, Trey, Trey White's going to lock Cooper Cup down, and Matt Stafford's going to shit himself because he's like, "Oh fuck, there's no one to bail me out now. What am I going to do? Right, Throw an interception they, to some clown? Right, you're probably they try to get the run the game house. going. Oh, we got we got Von Miller, so we don't have to worry well, about neither, that. Dude, neither I'm, of you have a run I'm game. There might. Moon, you loved Von Miller when he was a Ram. So now he jumped ship, and now all of a sudden he's just trash. We don't need him. We don't need Von Miller. I'm not saying he's the end-all, be-all. In fact, uh, at the return of the blue and red, I was actually lucky enough to sit with uh, Von Miller's family and with Matt Milano's family and with uh, Tim Settle's family. So, that was cool. That was really cool that you invited me to go to that with you, by the way. Well, really and I'm here to tell that. you, Von Miller's brother is about built like Sketty, but he looks like Von Miller. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, who you got to worry about is Von Miller's mom. I think she could take, you know, that's who I was. Uh, if you looked at everybody who was at the table, that's who I was worried about the most. <laughs> so, while we're all here, and I mean, we did some uh, definitely some NFC West stuff. We have nobody but Dwight here to represent the AFC West. So, Dwight, Raider fan, I'm going to allow you to tell us why the Raiders are going to win the division, and I'm just going to unleash the rest of these guys to tell you why they aren't going to win the division. <laughs> because uh, I, here, and here's why. Here's why. Because I have faith in your ability to talk shit. So I, I think you can take these guys. Let's go. I got pet- Pencil and paper, right. just to, you know, I'm going to be keeping notes. Take a few on notes. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Well, I think the Bills are going to win the Super Bowl. For being yeah. honest. I, I all think. right. Oh, Listen to this. Well, now we know the there's Bills about to be a like, bad take after that shit take. Yeah, like, yeah. This ain't going to be good. <laughs> Sounds like somebody wants invited back. <laughs> all, Dwight, I, I, congratulations. You're the new co host of the Beehive Sports Podcast. Isn't that great? <laughs> I'll see you around. Yeah, they have the, the number one roster, according to Pro Football Focus. I think Josh Allen's one of the best quarterbacks in the game. I, It just seems like they're a year. And I think the AFC West is going to beat the shit out of each other, to be honest with you. So I think the Chiefs are going to take a step back. Um, Mahomes is good, but he, he looked vulnerable at the beginning of last year. I think uh, the Devontae Adams trade is huge. It's not only the league game, Devontae Adams, but he pretty much forced Tyreek Hill out of Kansas City, which is huge. So now you can't just – pick a guy between Kelsey and Hill. I think the Chiefs just made themselves vulnerable. 
And they spent so much money on Mahomes that you can't afford to pay everybody. So it's a matter of time before that roster just kind of falls apart. Uh, they paid Chris Jones. They lost Honey Badger, Hill. I think the Chiefs are vulnerable for the first time in years. And it seems like the recipe to having a Super Bowl team is to build the team and then insert a quarterback. You saw the Seahawks, they did it um, with uh, Russell Wilson. They built that team. They built a phenomenal defense. They entered Russell Wilson. They became a Super Bowl team because of it. The Broncos did it. They built a, a Super Bowl roster, added Peyton Manning, and they won Super Bowls. It's just – and the Patriots are just the Patriots because Brady takes a discount and they can afford Yeah, they, they, they're an anomaly. Like, we're never going to see anything yeah. like what they did again. I'm confident in that just simply because Brady t- was so cheap. Yeah, like they're, they're Brady Mary Giselle. That's that's what it was all. Well, right, about. yeah. But Marry someone worth four they times. They were a perfect pair. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I'm not saying I know that's why he took the discount, but the fact that he did it is the reason why they were so successful all the time. Correct. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to point to Brady, but nobody wants to acknowledge the fact that there's only three seasons in his entire time with the Patriots where they didn't have a top ten defense. They had the number one defense. I saw that. 11%. Dwight speak my fucking language right now. Let me tell you why. I love it. It's just a fact. And I think he went back and looked at last year's fan rant for you, Sketty, because that's what you were saying about the 49ers. You know, because we got this, we got that. This this guy went here, this guy went there. And at the end, they just couldn't get it done. And Dwight, did you? One drop fucking pick, Moon. One drop pick. Rams went out. Sold their soul for Matthew Stafford, yep. who, exactly. according to Sketty, is is bum. The, he's a fucking bum. They wouldn't make the practice squad on the 49ers. Well, the Rams, Jimmy would mop the floor with them. Yeah, but the mops the floor. Recipe. And if you look at the Eagles, the year they won the Super Bowl, they followed the same thing. Just Carson Wentz took a shit after that year, and Nick Foles <laughs> just had that that big dick Nick magic. So, you know, they. <laughs> They showed up for one year and kind of disappeared. But uh, the Bears tried, but they drafted Trubisky instead of Mahomes, or else I think they would have been in the same conversation. But, yeah, the the Rams are a great example of the same thing. They had a Super Bowl roster. Hell, they made the fucking Super Bowl Jared Goff, who's god-awful. And they bring in a a legitimate – He's goth-awful. Yeah, he's terrible. Dad joke. Wait, real quick, though. I want to go back to something you said, Dwight. Yeah. Can we talk about this for a minute? What's up? No, talking about there, the Bills winning the Super Bowl. Has there ever been a quarterback who has been so shitty their entire career, came in, makes a Super Bowl run, goes and signs big money again for like the third time, and just sucks? Like Nick Foles is atrocious, but yeah. during that Super Bowl run, he was unbelievable. Like how yeah. he had to play. We got a future one coming up. Yeah, the future one coming up. Matt's giving me the story of Matthew Stafford coming up. Oh, <laughs> well, Remember, Joe. In there, you have a magical year. You sign another big ticket and then shit the bed. <laughs> Joey Harrington of the Lions think... somehow yeah. always got a job. That guy was terrible. I think Sam Bradford was got his agent or something. Yes, I mean, yeah. Sam Bradford. But I'm talking like somebody yeah. who actually, like, Nick Foles went on a run of games where he could not be stopped. He yeah. played like six or seven games that year. That was it. Including like playoffs. Play. Yeah. Yeah. Six or seven games. That's what they I mean. Like, 
12 and one or something when Wentz got hurt. Got hurt. Yeah. Yeah. So he just played whatever. But he just carried, like, he played so good. And any other time, he's horrible. Well, that was Tom yeah. Brady's best Super Bowl, by the way, on the record. Yeah. Best I've ever seen Tom Brady play in a Super Bowl. Because oh, his defense was trash. The Eagles Super Bowl run was defined by having a bevy of pass rushers. Um, the 49ers, when they went to the Super Bowl, had like seven legit pass rushers. It was kind of the same concept. So I think if you build the roster, have good pass rushers, and the Rams are kind of the exception with that aspect because they have Aaron Donald, who's just fucking phenomenal. I mean, who? Bengals win the Super Bowl if it's not for Aaron Donald. <laughs> Ramsey got burned by Chase on that last play. Yep. Donald saved his mm-hmm. ass. He bailed him out. And I think without that, obviously the, the Bengals won the Super Bowl. Yeah, Miles Jack Andy Dalton talked about that a couple weeks ago on the fan yeah. rant. He said that if Burrow had another half second or whatever it was, yeah. they might win that game. Yep. But yeah, but so, no might to it. That brings won. me to my next point, though. The Rams did the same thing with Stafford. So they built they had the Super Bowl roster with Goff. Um, Goff sucks. They got rid of him. Bring in Stafford, who his entire career, everyone's like, well, yeah, he puts up good numbers, but he's not a winner because he's on a shit team, which reminds me of Derek Carr. Derek Carr has always had the numbers, never had the team, never had the defense. Defense has been fucking atrocious for as long as Derek Carr has been in (laughs) Oakland, now Vegas. The defense has been horrible. But now I think we have some competency in the front office, and it's looking different. It, is this it still Ma- Mike Mayock? Vibe. Is he still there? No, they got rid of him. No, but Dwight, you know who is there? Josh McDaniels, the yes. modern day version of Jeff Fisher. Okay. Who? <laughs> 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 That's wrong. You. McDaniels made the playoffs with fucking Tebow at quarterback and won a playoff game with Tebow. McDaniels, McDaniels also took a job. Assembled assistant coaches and then quit before this training camp even started. It, and he's still here McDaniel, for us, so we're fine. Is he still the second best coach in that division, though? Behind Reed, McDaniel? he's yeah, got to be the second best coach. Yeah. Who who coaches the Broncos? I don't even know. Who does coach the Broncos? John Fox. No. Is it John Fox? No. Oh, no. No. Vic Fangio or something. I don't Vic, know. Fangio. Could be Vic Fangio. And oh, Staley coaches the Chargers. He's a McVeigh clone. You know, he was on that. He is McVeigh clone because he like coaches Jack his team Taylor, out of games. Like Matt Lafleur. I mean, you can't beat us. You know, <laughs> the Shanahan's are dead. Okay, they don't have coaching trees. You know, they have, they have graves that you can go visit and water the first, fake plants. All first right? off, McVeigh is a Shanahan <laughs> disciple. If you want to get fucking technical. Second off. Staley's fucking atrocious. That Chargers team should have won the fucking division last year, and this idiot can't figure yeah. out, hey, maybe we shouldn't go for it on fourth down on our own fucking Why do you line. think we He's let him go? He's a fucking clown. <laughs> He's a clown. If you, he might be worse than Cliff fucking Kingsbury, and that's impossible. It's impossible. Two, Mercyhurst two ties, right? Football. Oh. Yeah. Did, Doesn't did he have time? Find up, boy, has been brought to you by Sketty. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't Staley have Mercyhurst ties? Yes. I believe so, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he coached there or played there or something? Played there. I think he's quarterback. Yeah. Okay. 
So he's a local guy, and you're talking about him that way, Scotty? He's fucking terrible. He's fucking terrible. <laughs> I don't just he coached them to my fantasy team. They're that he, bad. <laughs> he directly lost them at least four fucking games last year. At least hey, Rod- four. Roger Goodell's from Chautauqua. That's local. And fuck that guy. So you're a lot yeah, of he's, yeah. Yeah, but he's, from, yeah. he's from New York. New York's not local. And I'm from New York. <laughs> you you live in here. Pennsylvania. Yeah. You're a Pennsylvania now. Yeah. Because yeah. New York sucks. Uh, if it wasn't for Fuji, the best Japanese restaurant of all time, and the Buffalo Bills, I would never go to New York. That's fair. No, no, I have no reason other than those two to ever visit that state. It's terrible. Yeah. Not, now it just smells like a fucking Cypress Hill concert everywhere you go. <laughs> so, I mean, whatever. All right, Mike, tell me yes. who's gonna who's gonna win the AFC West. Oh fuck! Honestly, uh, he's getting up for times. this one. I know. I gotta think about this, guys. I, gotta <laughs> think about this. I thought you fell asleep a minute ago, so that's why I wanted to ask you a question. Wait. Would you kick him out? Where'd he go? Let him know part of it. Let me think about this. He leaves. <laughs> that was the best thing ever. He just like uh, ding dong ditched us. Oh, Pretty much. Geez. Okay. Well, I guess we'll wait for Mike to answer that question. Uh, Tori, who do you think is going to win the AFC West? I mean, I'd like to argue with the Raiders fan, but I think it might be the Raiders. I think Russell Wilson's overrated. I think that the Chiefs yep. are going to get exposed without Tyreek Hill. And I'm still not sh- sold on Herbert. My man. Moon? Uh, I, I think it's up for grabs. I mean, same thing. Uh, I think that the Chargers are where the Bills were at a couple years ago, not winning the games they should. A young team building that consistency. Uh, I think Losing Tyreek Hill is going to be a big deal. Mahomes really wasn't that solid the first uh, right out of the gate last year. So, you know, Dwight, he, he, even though they got Josh McDaniel, you know, I, I kind of like uh, the Raiders' chances right now. You know. Skeddy? Yeah, I honestly kind of, if you told me I had to pick a team, I'd probably say it's the Chiefs just because I wouldn't, I don't bet against Patrick Mahomes. It's just don't a bad you, Don't bet. you do, do Smithers like that, Sketty? I, I, I'm just saying, I don't bet against Patrick Mahomes, but I think the Raiders probably have the most complete team in that division. Hey, Mike's back. I'm back, boys. I don't know what the hell happened there. <laughs> you, literally, I'm you, not joking. I literally just had the internet installed in my place like two hours ago. So, <laughs> Get him on the phone. I just moved. All right? It's all right. But no, I'm I'm with I'm with Skeddy on this one. To be honest with you, I have a hard time betting against uh, against Patrick Mahomes just because he's just an anomaly of a guy. Like I mean, he's a great scrambler, you know. Whether or not he's missing his best receivers and stuff, but no, I'm I'm agreeing with though the Raiders are uh, the Raiders are the wild card in that one. Whether or not they uh, they perform <laughs> to their abilities or not, Mahomes the only guy in the league that looks and sounds like a frog. You're right. He's an anomaly. That's true. Yeah. He is an anomaly. <laughs> That's true. He, he does sound like Hermit. And his brother's uh, a weenie. <laughs> and like, I have trouble, you, I have trouble you, putting faith in a guy that puts ketchup on his steak. That's just un-American. Also a fair point. Also a fair uh, point. And, his, and his number one receiver at this point is a guy who is more TikTok famous than he is football famous. 
Absolutely. Hey, MVS might be the one. Don't you do? Don't you do MVS like that? Juju, Juju, Valdez Scantling. Valdez Scantling can't be their number one. No. Well, you think Juju can? Well, I don't think he can either. But Valdez Scantling is not. Valdez Scantling is a deep threat only. Trust me, I'm watching. Kelsey barely blocks anyway. Just make him your number one. Who? Exactly. Travis Kelsey. Just sort of Kelsey. Times a day, he's still going to catch it. Well, I would assume his production is going to about double. Oh yeah. I see. I don't think so. I've been uh, okay. Maybe not his production has targets. He's going to see a couple more targets, but I think defenses are going to just key in on him and say, okay, let the other guys beat us. Well, you have to. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah, pretty I mean, much, no you, threat you, don't, you don't have Tyreek threatening you uh, taking the top off. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Well, I agree. And then, you know, you got Juju doing a TikTok during the middle of the play. Right. So you're good. Him just and Chase Claypool, man. Those guys. The tick, yeah. the TikTok guys just they kill me. So, all right. Uh, any last words before we sign off here, boys? Well, I'm going to point out that the last year, so Pro Football Focus had the Raiders roster ranked 26th in the entire NFL. They had their receiving core ranked 27th. That's because they that's because they didn't know Hunter Renfro. Then but that's now before they, do. they lost Rugs. They mm-hmm. lost rugs and Carr comes out and has the most yards of his career. I mean, they had they lost one of their best players because he killed a person. That's hard Correct. for a team to cope with. Mm-hmm. We lost our coach. We're the first team since 1960 to make the playoffs with a midseason head coaching change. And a lot of guys want to credit, you know, Rich Bisatia for taking over and, and kind of taking over the team, but it's Derek Carr. It's Derek Carr. It's all day. And he held the team together. He's the glue that held the team together. The guy is phenomenal. Everyone wants to shit on him because whatever his career, he's got the most losses in the first whatever of his career. Nobody gives any credit to the progress he's made since he was a rookie. He's come a long way since he was a rookie. He was a second-round pick thrown in with, like, was it Andre Holmes was his number one receiver? <laughs> I remember him. He played for the Bills yeah. for a little while. I loved Andre Holmes, but he's like a special teamer, like fifth receiver, number yeah. five receiver, not your number one guy. Right. And now he's Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller. He's still handing the ball off to Josh Jacobs. Now he's got a coach who had, you know, 2,000 yards rushing between Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson or whatever his name is, some fourth-round rookie out of who knows where. He got 2,000 yards and 20 touchdowns out of those two running backs. How m- And how many seasons did it take him to accomplish those numbers? One last okay. year. Okay, just checking. I mean, but they, I'm they d- ran the ball. They ran well, the ball. they had to because they have a bag of milk, Mac Jones, as their quarterback. <laughs> yes, Josh McDaniels. Got and if you ask Scuddy, they they play the Bills twice a year. They're easy to run on. So that, that's probably <laughs> down to for that 500 is, of those yards. That is the most accurate thing that you've said yet. Yes, you play the Bills twice a year. That's free can't 400 stop the Yeah, yeah. <laughs> free he got 2,000 yards, 20 touchdowns out of those two running backs. Josh mm-hmm. Jacobs is better than both of them. Mm-hmm. And, and they're cutting, they cutting are, Kenyon Drake. Yeah, because they don't need him. I mean – Amir, was it Amir Abdul or whatever his name is? Old second round pick. Yeah, from the Lions. From the Lions. 
We got a Patriot. We got got a Patriot Patriots fan in the comments. San Francisco had seventy two running backs last year. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it was probably more like seventy four. Right. <laughs> just, just you know. Yeah. But Shanahan could take the cashier from aisle three at Walmart and turn him yeah. into a thousand yard rusher. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. If they the still have are just plugging in a running back and getting production out of him. Well, that's that's the so. that's Belichick's been his draft style for, for the last twenty years is. Yeah. They they juice them up, and then when those guys want paid and their contracts are up, they're like, hit free agency, we'll draft another. That's what they've always done. Yep. And he spends Worked. more high picks on running backs than he does offensive linemen, mm-hmm. which is weird. Like, Lawrence Maroney was a first-round pick. Damian Harris was a third-round pick. He's he's taking guys in, like, the second round. Uh, he prioritizes running backs in the draft, which is weird. Yeah, Except for this year, he he drafted a dude from Chattanooga. <laughs> it was Hunter. Well, if Hunter's still in the comments, he'll talk to us about it. He's really happy about that, that draft. Was that McKivitz? Well, he took no. a great offensive lineman, a great third rounder. He just mixed up the round. He took him in the first round instead of. The I fucking hope that this guy becomes a Hall of Famer because all the hate that he gets. I hope he is just. I do too because he went Nelson too, just dude, shitting on everybody. I'm actually in agreement with you on that because he went to Chattanooga, and that's where I did my internship was for the mocks. So I'm like, hell yeah! I hope he does. I hope he does great. I've He's never wanted good. a player to succeed as bad as I want this kid to succeed. Just him, Never, though. Nobody else. Just him. Fuck the rest of the team. I hope yeah. everyone else lets everyone blow by, but he's pancaking dudes. <laughs> the Patriots know how to get offensive linemen, and they know how to get the most out of their offensive line. And we brought over the offensive line coach from New England. So, yeah, we kept pretty much the same old line, but I think they're going to shape up a lot more than they did last year. What's look Derek Carr's contract look like? It's actually not bad. Like it For got now. a lot of heat at first, but it's really only a, a two-year contract. If you look at the meat and potatoes of it, it's, it's a one or two-year contract. So he's going to want a bunch of money if they do well. He's signed for four years, so he'll want years. to renegotiate or sign an extension or something. He's making good money, but we can cut him next year if we wanted to with only a five million dollar cap hit. Well, so then you don't have Nick back. Mullins to back you up anymore, just so you're aware. No, no. Me and Scotty argued about Nick Mullins earlier. The only reason the Raiders signed him in the first place is because he torched their ass when he was a 49er. <laughs> yeah. Some, See? Like, his, best game game those stats. his best games were against the Raiders with the Browns and with the 49ers. <laughs> you take the Raiders games away from Nick Mullins' career and – it's shit. <laughs> yeah. That's that shit defense, though. But the Raiders, their uh, red zone defense last year was last in the league. And I think our new offensive co- or def- defensive coordinator is going to shape that up a lot. So Hunter in the comments says, if Joe was in the draft, Bill would take him in the first round based off of his flag football stats. That's That'd be a great pick. Just, I mean, I'm 38 now. I don't know how many good years I have left in the tank. Probably, probably none. To be, if we're being honest here, like I'm gonna try and play flag football again this year, but I know it's I'm not sure, getting any easier. I'm sure the guys in the league can cover a wheel route, though. They can't. <laughs> That's why I switched. 
I'm too old for that. <laughs> Joe, if you want to come down and do push-ups and sit-ups in my parking lot like T.L., I'll let you. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll even put it up. Set it up. You know. Set it up. <laughs> Tori, the thing is, is I tell them what route I'm running most times. I mean, it's so demoralizing. This is what's it, coming. I'm this is what I'm going to do, and then I just do it. And they and they're like in their early 20s, so it just makes me feel really good. Mm-hmm. And then I can't run for like three plays after that, though. <laughs> you wow. Get the oxygen immediately tank. sub out. No, I no, I don't sub out. I stand there because that's what I lull them to sleep. Yeah, because then I'll tell them like, "Hey, I'm not trying this play." They're like, "Okay," and then they're like, "They're all <laughs> watching," and I'm like, "No, seriously, I'm not moving." Well, you can, you're bent, let me guess. You you were bent over with your hands on your knees, and they think, "Oh, he's just gonna play decoy. He's just gonna explode." Then they just stand there, and you just don't even move. Yeah, I don't move. It's the best decoy ever. You're like, I told yeah, you. yeah I, I I'm honest with them. I don't I don't try and hide it. But all right, let's go around the horn real quick. I'll give everybody 30 seconds for one last piece because I got to go see my kid and then go to bed. Mm-hmm. Tori, Niners, why are they winning the division? Trey Lance. Trey Lance. I don't know if I can say Trey Lance for 30 seconds, but I'll throw in Kittle and Bosa one more time. <laughs> not, not even, Durant, not even uh, going to mention the defense. Okay. Nope. No need. The, the defense is going to be there like it has been for, I mean, a decade. I mean, there was a couple years after yeah. Willis retired, but the Kaepernick years, we don't talk about those. No. It's hard times, man. It's hard times. Moon, Rams, why are they winning it? Uh, Trey Lance, uh, <laughs> Russell Wilson, <laughs> and uh, Cliff Kingsbury. Okay. Uh, yeah. Thanks. Well, yeah, thanks. <laughs> Trey That's funny. All right. Mike, why are the Cardinals winning it? Well, I could say Trey Lance, but I think I'll skip out of that. It's, a put up, it's literally put up or shut up right now for, for the Cardinals this season. It's either you're going to buy in or you're not. So either you're all in with Cliff, Cliff Kinsbury or else it's going to go to shit, and then you're going to have to get a new coach. So it's either they got the talent, they just got to buy in and, and try it out. All right. Dwight, our only AFC West guy. Why the Raiders? You, you can't find – Chargers fans, or Sparklers fans, I call them. And, Sparklers uh, fans. <laughs> I like that. Los Angeles might have two uh, teams, but the Raiders still own Los Angeles. I'm just saying. Let right. so, me interrupt, but I got one more thing to say about that. There are some Charger fans in Canada because Doug Flutie, when he was there, had the Flutie Flakes with the Chargers. There are some Charger fans over here. He had Flutie the- Flakes when he was a Charger, too? Yeah, yeah. Don't even worry about it, man. That mullet was flowing. Oh. Man, bees, did that just ruin your whole life? It did. Hold on. Keep talking. He's going to go throw the flutie flakes away. <laughs> I thought we were special, damn it. <laughs> Sorry about that. You, you, you had to get him go. He's yeah. literally going to burn those tonight. Whole thing's getting burned. Whole life's a lie. <laughs> That's a that jersey. Look at that flow. Beautiful. So, wait. He put those out when he played for the Chargers, too? Yeah, yeah. Flutie Flakes first with the Chargers, and then, then he uh, carried it over when he went to the Bills. I really feel like I've just Great. been lied to my entire life. Yeah. Uh, you got At least he's Do wearing we the right jersey wellness check, that one. Please? Huh? You going to need a wellness check? No, it's not that bad. It's pretty bad, but it's not that bad. That is disappointing. <laughs> I'll still yeah. keep them. 
I would. He's wearing the right jersey in that one. Come on. Yeah, now. yeah. Dude, <laughs> uh, so yesterday we had the fantasy draft here uh, for my league that I'm in. And uh, Brendo, which I guess the Warren guys all know Brendo, but Mike doesn't. But a buddy of ours, Brendo, uh, we were talking about the loser of the league last place having to eat a bowl of these. Oh, yeah. And we were, so we were checking. Where'd it go? The expiration date on this is November 96. 6th. November 6th, 1999. Oh, they, they're good. Sounds great. Sounds wonderful. Sound, sound perfect. Yeah. You better Brendo seems to think there's... Brendo said he would tr- might try it without even losing because he's like, I think there's so much sugar on them that they'll still be okay. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> will, will you eat a bowl if the Bills win a Super Bowl? Live no, on doubt. I'm not going to open them. You, you uh, can only a, use less Super Bowl, than 2% you open those? milk on it. No. <laughs> oh, my God. That's, that's confirmed. Oh, no. Spro's yeah. in the comments. He said, confirmed Doug Flutie, Charger Flutie Flakes for $12 on eBay. <laughs> you couldn't pay. Spro's lying, boys. I wasn't lying, guys. If I'm ever in a pinch for 12 bucks someday, I could hey. put, throw those things you up on eBay. Pay, hey, you can eat the Charger Flutie Flakes if you lose the lead. I'll go buy 12 bucks for that. <laughs> That's are good the point. Bills Flutie Flakes worth more than those the Those are probably like 96, flakes. expired in 96 or something hey, like that. Probably even I'm not a Charger that. fan, but I heard they were Fruity Flakes out there for 12 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that would be San Francisco. Hey. Oh, there hey. we go. <laughs> no, we're just getting our jean shorts and white Nikes on. <laughs> all right, boys. Uh, thanks yeah. for coming on. Appreciate all of you. And uh, keep in mind, we'll be doing the playoff fan rant too come uh, end of January or middle of January, whenever it starts now. Uh, so if your team's in, you're more than welcome to come back. No shot at coming back. So we'll, we'll we'll start Mike, Mike was in. Again, everyone soon. Mike was again, in bro. it last year. Actually, all of you were in it last yeah. year, weren't you? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, because that that was our first. That was uh, Canadian Mike Garrett's first appearance on the show. Yeah. And uh, I think he was. Were you here when uh, the oh, Buccaneers yeah. fan and the Eagles fan were on? Oh yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. that. yeah. We got to get that. Dude, that was one of the greatest things I've ever witnessed in my that life. Was great. That was great. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm still have the best that. answer ever. Why are they winning this playoff game? Well, they're not. And then they ended yeah, up right. against I was wrong. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I took it back. Yeah, yeah, that, that was good. That's my favorite life. Like, well, they were, well, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> all right, boys. Thanks for coming on. And uh, we'll be in touch with all of you. Thank you very much. All right, guys. All Thanks, right. guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks, guys. All right. Not bad. Not bad Good conversation all. in that one because we had to run it a little different. Because, well, did you see the lineup for next week? No, it's like Darren for Colts and Ethan Beardsley for the Titans. That's it. That's the whole list. We have nobody for the NFC South. That doesn't surprise me. That doesn't surprise me. So we got. Me. We might have to start like hunting to try and find something, or else we're just going to do it like we did here, and we'll have Ethan and uh, Darren on. Also, okay. you want to know something I learned this weekend? What did you learn? Darren's really tall. Is he? Like, how tall? I, I don't know. I don't know how tall. I'll text him. 
Maybe he'll write like back signi- before. Significantly taller he's than tall. you. He's he's very tall. And I had no idea about that. Like I did not so know that. So he should be a hooper, is what you're telling me. Well, he was. He played Gus Macker, remember? Oh, hey, yeah, Gus Macker. Uh-oh. I just text him. I said, how tall are you? So we'll see if he writes back. All right, but in the meantime, uh, thank our sponsors, Swing Juice, Bush Light, Napoli's, Your Daily Local, JP Photography, Mean Sales and Service, Jones Pest Control, Me, Myself, and Ride Podcast, Blue Line Auto, Complete Roofing Systems. Did I miss any of them? Not that I can think of. All right, Darren hasn't wrote back. So I guess we're going to call it a night. We'll talk about how tall Darren is next week. We'll find week. out next week. Next Tune in week. next week to Tune find out next week. Tune in next week to find out how tall Darren is. Stat guy Darren. Who's stat guy Darren hasn't been. He must have something going on he's, Mondays. He's been slacking. We got to change show times. Yeah, we lost we do. our number one fan. Well, when are we uh, going to Thursdays? Do we know yet? I don't know. When's the last men's night? Uh, I was talking to Andrew about that this week, and he's not sure. It sounds like middle of September, so I'm going to say probably the 22nd would be my guess. Okay. 15th so, is a is a one-day member guest again. So, like, week... Which, you will like this, one-day member guest, September 15th. I'm officially LeBron James because now I'm going to be on my third different team of the one-day member guest. That's all right. I'm going to find a victory. I'm going to bring that same team as last time and win it again. Did you guys win it last time? Was it? We tied oh, you first. tied for first, didn't you? Was yeah, and you know stupid? what? I missed like a four-footer for birdie on number six. That would have been, nice. that would have iced it. But I didn't know nice. that then. But that's the one I look back on, you know what I mean? We. I don't think we're going to have much of a shot. This one, we got a bunch of low guys coming in for that. Like combined team handicap will probably be... Well, Joe's like a plus one, so like four. I'm gonna say maybe fifteen for the whole team. Good. Maybe keep keep that energy. Yeah, so we're gonna have to make birdies. All Lots right, so thank them. you everybody who's uh, in the comments, everybody who are our guests who joined us for the fan rant. We appreciate all of you. Uh, it was a good show. It was fun. A lot of people talking. That's what we like. We want people in the comments engaging because we'll bring that shit up you can post your opinions we'll argue with you we'll agree with you Sketty will argue with you over anything for sure even if i agree with you even if he agrees with you he'll still disagree (laughs) with you so all right until next week take care be safe